What's going on, guys? It is your boys back again. Hello, everyone. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And this is the Even Handed Podcast. You guys already know that. So, yeah. Um, we are being more consistent. Definitely doing good, man. Definitely. We're a user up. Um, one of our past episodes randomly like shot up overnight. Pretty good. Pretty proud of us. Um, Steven, I want to congratulate you and me on us. being con- us on being consistent for once yeah bro it's been like three four weeks yeah it's been like almost four episodes in a row where yeah. we've just like Every weekly week. dude that's good i mean that's how we we gotta do it you know yeah so just keep it like that definitely um so i've been noticing that um mondays are kind of like weird with work for me Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe we just start moving it to Tuesdays because we're already doing it on Tuesdays every week either way. I'm fine with that. So yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, a lot has happened over the weekend. I always feel like more time goes by than just a week. Yeah. You know? like, I feel it feels like, like three, three, four weeks. I'm like, shit. Like, yeah, like, dude, so much has so happened. Much shit. Yeah. Especially talking about the fight, which we saw together. Oh, yeah, we watched the Khabib and um, McGregor fight um, on Saturday. We watched it together, and, dude, it was a mess. It was, it was insane. Yeah, it, okay, so I personally, let's start off with um, the undercard and all the matches before. Mm-hmm. I thought that the Ferguson fight was definitely the most oh, exciting. Oh, the co-main event? Yeah, yeah, Ferguson and Pettis. Yeah, that was definitely the most exciting one. Yeah, I mean, it's Ferguson's always, like, really interesting because he's so... He's just a weird dude. Yeah, Tony, I was watching his interviews, didn't Yeah, you? he's really weird, but he's a, like, he's a cool personality. Like, I feel like with other fighters, you can be like, oh, he's got kind of, like, a style, re- you know, comparable to another person. But Tony's, like, he's just he's really unique. weird. Yeah, he does, like, a lot of weird shit, but it's, he's really fun to watch. Yeah, like, it's definitely a meme-worthy mm-hmm. UFC event. We had him... And then we had what's his name, Derek Lewis. Yeah, Derek Lewis. Yeah, he's he did, that guy's funny, friend. dude. His whole Instagram. Did you see he gained like five hundred or six hundred thousand followers? Yeah. In like three days. Got all because of that interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. Yeah. Do you think he's like one of the guys you could see contending for like the main thing or no? Uh, I don't know if he's if if you knew, but today they announced like he's gonna fight um, DC for the title. Really? And Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I think he's gonna get his ass kicked. He's not that good, but I mean, because he was about he was about to lose that match mm-hmm. with the I don't know the, the guy's Russian name. motherfucker. Yeah, like, that, like like he said. Yeah, yeah I know. Dude. He he I I don't see that going. He's really good. He's definitely top three. Yeah, top three. But it's just the heavyweight division isn't as, uh, like the talent level isn't as high as like the one eighty five or the two hundred five. You know, yeah. they got DC, Stipe, which was a champion before, and that's a... Like, what about Brock Lesnar? Wasn't Brock Lesnar? And, like, DC had some beef yeah, there, for a sec? If he wins, that's why DC was mad, because, you know, he he has two titles right now, the 205 and the um, 260 title. But John Jones is coming back, and they're going to make DC get rid of his 205 belt, and John Jones is going to fight Gustafson, which they fought before, and it was, like, a really close fight. So they're going to do that, and DC is going to fight Derek Lewis, and then if he wins, he's going to fight Brock. Who do you think would win between him and Brock? Yeah, 100% DC. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like Brock Lesnar. No, I mean, I think it's cool that someone like from the WWE like crossed over. He, But he's like, he was like a, he's he went into WWE as like a second choice. He was like wrestler first, and he was mm-hmm. like... Well, he's an he, insanely good yeah, athlete. Like, like, he wrestled, like, all four years in high school and all four years in college. Yeah, like, he's, he's like, a legit athlete. Like, he's not, like, um, what's his name? The other CM Punk? Yeah. Like, that guy has no athletic talent. No, he has that, no okay. offense. He has a lot of athletic talent. It's just... No, I don't think so. Not in the fighting sense. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, like, Brock, he... Aside from, like, his experience before, like, with wrestling, um, CM Punk just looks like an average dude. Like... Yeah, I think he looks like an average, but I think it's because he's old. Yeah, he's in his In 40s. the wrestling community, because I know, like, the wrestling community, because I grew up with WWE. that stuff. Yeah, like, the WWE community. CM Punk's, like, a legend. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the best. Well, yeah, but, like... He's you know, not like, the most popular, but, like, he's known as, like, the most technical and, 
Like, mm-hmm. he always got screwed over, and he was just always the best, like, yeah. at, at, like, the wrestling. And I think it takes some sort of technique. I don't think it's... No, definitely. Def- it's definitely uh-huh. not what the UFC is. And no, it's not well, what, it's like, different. MMA and Jiu-Jitsu and uh-huh. all those other things are, and it's not contact in the sense of actually hitting people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it still takes some technique. Yeah, definitely. You, takes you need to be athletic. Ability. And the most important thing is, like, you need to be able to take a fucking hit if you want to do that. Because of how many shows, or I don't know what they're called, because they do them, like, a bunch of shows. times out of the year, right? It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, like, yeah. I mean, they're really impressive, like, they do athletes. Like, it's, like, once a week, and then... That's crazy, dude. It's, like, once a week, and then maybe twice a week during pay-per-view months. That's crazy, like, considering the, like, the pounding that they take, like, you know. Yeah, some of it's, like, risky. Yeah, no, it definitely Like, some of it's... I would not do that shit. Yeah, no. I mean, I probably wouldn't either, but, yeah, some of it's risky. Yeah. And it's, it's, it it doesn't, it takes a lot of training, and then once you're training, it's, like, all consistency after that. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely, like, going back to, like, UFC, Mm -hmm. it's definitely not on that level. No. And, Yeah. It's not even as serious. Um, the in the any thing sense. with CM Punk, like to his defense, aside from being older, he's a, he's an amateur level fighter. Yeah. He should have done a few amateur fights and then a few pro fights with like just pro guys that aren't like UFC caliber, and then the UFC. Yeah. I, I get that he's UFC. worth a lot of money for the UFC and everything, but I mean it was just obvious he was going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. The, twice. The, the guy he fought um, second wasn't really that good, but the first guy was a like he's legit. Um, fuck, what's his name? But he trains like with a bunch of like high level guys. Like, um, he's really well known. Um, yeah. Fuck, he's a brown belt in jujitsu. He trains with like Joe Schilling and a bunch of guys. I forgot his name, but anyways, like he was gonna lose a hundred percent. Oh yeah, for fight. sure, without a doubt. Um, no, but that definitely. Going back to what we were talking about, the undercard. The undercard was definitely interesting, and I liked watching mm-hmm. all of it. Um, but once we got to the McGregor fight and the Khabib fight, um, like everything low key changed, yeah. like, like the whole tempo of everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember listening to the, the Joe Rogan podcast and he was like, had, had Shab on there and he was talking about like how he was scared of like, I knew something was going to happen. With yeah. I knew too. I, I had like a weird feeling. I was like, yeah, like, and mm-hmm. I just had a weird ass feeling. I mean, yeah, it was it's not a typical rival rivalry like um uh, let's say like diaz mcgregor like that was intense like they like really like said some like intense shit to each other but it's like it was but like, that was it but but with that i feel i feel like it was more i feel like mcgregor just put a bunch of shit on khabib mm-hmm. and talked to way more shit on khabib than khabib did on mcgregor mm-hmm and maybe but, you know, that's a, a lot of shit happened between them, though. Uh, yeah. Like, the thing that started at first was that Connor's teammate, um, Artem, Artem Lobov, he, something happened with him and Khabib, and Khabib, like, went up to him, like, uh, backstage, I think, and he slapped him, and Khabib had a bunch of his guys with him, and Artem was by himself, and Artem is, like, a low level in the UFC, like, he's not, like, like Khabib and Connor. So Connor got really mad, and that's why he threw the dolly at the bus. Remember that? Yeah. Um, and then that's when it really like escalated. So, in all honesty, it's both of their faults. Like, oh, I what think happened? they both think, they both did a lot. I think it's Khabib's fault, and I think it's both their faults. But I think it's Khabib's fault because he took it to a extent it really where it personal. was like even afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. like he first of all, he made the sport look bad. Yeah, he made it look unprofessional, and he made it look like, like, like letting the stereotypes that people have on like MMA fighters. Yeah, and and the UFC, like, especially considering it was a he made it look event true when ever. it's not. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think it's McGreg- McGregor's fault for. I I mean I just don't see the reason in any sport to like, take it personal. No, to take anything you personal. You can't. I mean I understand like talking shit to people. But, like, I think when, once you, like, start talking about, like, people's religion and stuff like that, I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. In. But, you know, one interesting thing, I'll show you the video later because I didn't tell you about it. I saw online a lot of people have made, like, compilations of Connor saying that he was saying racist things. Like, he's always said racist things. 
one thing was that he called Floyd's um, bodyguards juicehead monkeys when they were um, like they were getting ready to fight. Who said monkeys? Yeah, he was saying that. Yeah. That's not racist at all, dude. It wasn't racist. Like he was saying juicehead monkeys, like that they're just steroid, like that they take steroids. It wasn't related to race at all. Like, I mean, that's not proven. No, but you can't I can't mean, prove that it's not racist. Well, yeah, why would saying monkey be racist to someone? I mean, in, I mean, in, I, I don't, I don't necessarily find it as a racist term, but in the sense of how they were white, by the way. Oh, well, then no, they didn't not exactly racist. right. Like that's, I mean, it no, makes well, no that's sense. Some information that would have been. Yeah, useful. they're white. <laughs> they're white. One dude's Hispanic and the other one's white. And uh, and then he said, "Dance for me, Floyd." Like in one of them, and um, and it was just him like mocking him. Like it wasn't oh, because he said, "Dance for me, boy." But Connor's Irish. Like he doesn't know like the dynamic of like white versus black in the U.S. Like to him, it was like him uh, making Floyd feel like inferior skill level wise. It wasn't like oh, you're black, so you're less than me. Yeah, because he, I mean, he, he even explained that afterwards. Like he's like. I mean, he speaks English, but he's from another I understand, culture, but you know? it definitely can be taken that way. And if, if but I, considering that he's European, it's different too. But I feel like he's he's in American culture. He's like concrete in American culture at the moment. He should kind understand of. a little bit, kind and he of, should yeah. he should know like a little something that that that's not necessarily well, something that you should say to someone that is black. But yeah. I don't necessarily. I mean, that's new for me too. Honestly, like in the past year, I found that out. Like the boy, I didn't know that before. I mean, I think that maybe he didn't mean it that way, no. but I don't think there's a way you can prove that. No, he, you can't, what, but... You can't prove that he meant it a certain way or he didn't, so I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, I just, I, the way he said it, I don't think it was, like, related to race at all, because he said it, and Floyd didn't even take it like that, like, either. Like, he even said that he was, um, he's just a dude that's trying to talk shit. Yeah, probably. But then, the big one that's was... That's just fighting. Uh, yeah, they, they took a piece of, um... The press conference they did with Khabib, the last one they did, and he, uh, there's a part where Connor called one of Khabib's, Khabib's teammates, or his a manager, a terrorist. That goes to the whole, like, Khabib but, conspiracy thing, right? Exactly. No, like, in that video, they break it down, because Connor was yelling, like, some really crazy shit at him during it, and He's I didn't like, even I know. I know a lot all about you and your... Yeah, like, and he would yell out random names. He's like, why'd you take money from him? Um... Uh, what about this guy? Like, they're all, like, you know, Middle Eastern names, so I don't remember them. Um, but, yeah, he kept saying shit like that, and then he kept calling this guy a terrorist. And everyone was like, well, just because he's Middle Eastern doesn't mean he's a terrorist. But that video, you, you need to watch it. Um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, I, know, you, I know the situation behind okay. it. Okay. Because um, that, that guy's actually proven to be a terrorist. Yeah, he, he, he has, like, he worked for the government, mm -hmm. like, the, the Russian government, right? I think so. If not, it's like one of the Dagestani or one of the Middle Eastern countries, like uh, around. But I feel like with fighting, like it should never get to that level. This was just a really specific, like individual case that I don't think it's ever happened. Like I'm a big fan of the UFC, and I've never seen something so political because this it it's been personal a ton of times. Yeah, it's like DC personal. and John Jones, it's really personal. But that's it. But with these guys, it was like tied Afterwards, to it's... politics, religion. Uh, it got pretty intense, and that's. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it could have been prevented because Connor is really good at that, like finding, like digging up on your past, just to like use it to fuck with you, like during. He's the got fight. an ego. He doesn't really care about like what people say about him. No. And so, like, he spends all the energy that he, usually people use to like prepare themselves for what people are about to say about them mm -hmm. against people because he doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, um. They were, like, comparing him to, like, Muhammad Ali. Mm hmm And, like, I mean, it's very comparable. I mean, he has a confidence level that's... Well, Dana White said like, he's uh, better unseen. than Muhammad Ali and trash-talking. Yeah, um, I mean... I think so. I mean, I, I don't like when people are like, well, just because, like, it was in the past, it means, like, he's better. I, I think Connor is better than Muhammad Ali. In that sense. In the mental game. I think so, yeah. Connor even, like, went... Sorry. Connor even uh, went out to say that he's like, I know what Dana said and I appreciate it, but I wouldn't put myself in the same category as Muhammad Ali. So, I mean, the dude's, um, he's humble. It's just his personality to sell fights, it's different. But he's not really like that in real life. That's what, like, people, I feel, miss out. 
Like, he's yeah. not a dick to people. It's just, you know, th- that's what sells, you know? I mean, I definitely think that there's there's some things that should just be off limits, like, in in any sport. Like, I feel like sports are, like, this is a company, in a sense, so it should be, like, treated as such. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't go to work every day and argue with your employees about... Yeah. Like, but it is, this is what Shab was saying, um, it is an inter- entertainment business, and let's say the fight that should have happened should have been Khabib and Tony Ferguson, because Conor has been out, but that was never going to happen, because Conor is the biggest star of all time in the UFC, and that's what the UFC cares about, is, um, is money. I mean, all in all, it's the entertainment that, yeah. industry, so, and trash talking seems to work. Like, Connor is really, like, the first guy. Like, before him, there's uh, Chael Sonnen, but Connor is really, like, the first one to have that type of personality, and it's worked. I mean, he got a fight with Floyd. That would have never happened with anyone else in the UFC. Oh, without a doubt. No, Just his, his fame, you know? Um, yeah, he's been able to do a lot of things because of his, his charisma paired with his... Well, charisma and trash-talking paired with his ability to fight. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's just a really unique person, I feel. There's no one like him, like, in combat sports. All I know, well, let's just get into, like, the actual fight. Okay. So, I think we've already covered everything based mm-hmm. on, like, what happened Before, yeah. around it, and then we'll go into afterwards, after we discuss the fight. Yeah. I was actually, like, really surprised by Khabib's, like, like, stand-up fighting. Yeah, the thing that I wanted to say about that, everyone was saying, and I still think Khabib's stand-up isn't good, the thing with the, the shot he landed is that um, Khabib scares the shit out of everyone. That he's, I mean, everyone knows they can get taken down at any time by Khabib. Yeah. Like, you saw the first takedown that he shot for. It was He was super far, right? Yeah. Um, he can close the distance. He's really explosive. So everyone, when they're fighting him, they're always scared the takedown is about to come. And before Khabib threw that really, like, big overhand and hit Connor, he level changed. So he, like, dropped his, he kind of bent his knees, and that kind of made Connor think that he was going to shoot for a takedown. But as soon as he level changed, he hit him with an overhand right. It was a good hit. It was perfect. Yeah, I think it was like that was good strategy. It's really good, but that's the reason it happened. Cause like if they were to box or kickbox, Connor would fuck him up. Oh yeah, without the difference but... is that is that like mentally, that pressure really fucks with people. That could be can shoot at any time and take you down. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, but I think that could be definitely proved that. Well, he's a badass. Dude. Yeah, I think he proved that like, like you can be the favorite or whatever mm-hmm. but skill always wins yeah. i think i think i think he is more skillful when it comes to overall fighting and i think he knows how i think he's strategy wise he had a better strategy than mcgregor had throughout this fight and i think he brought it i think i don't think it was i don't really know how i see it from mcgregor's perspective what because he i feel like he was prepared for the fight but i honestly felt like i it didn't look like the McGregor that like, no, you, that's because um, a lot of people they were saying that his footwork was gonna make a huge difference against Khabib. His footwork that he can move in and out, and his his boxing. I mean, his boxing is insanely good for the UFC Connors. But that's he missed a lot of the movement that he always does. Like when he knocked out Jose Aldo, he has like a karate like really was that in, like the first like fifteen seconds or something. Yeah, the fourteen second knockout. Yeah, I'll take your house for that one too. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like the way that he moves in and out. That's what Connor is insanely good at. Like he's just really light on his feet. But on this one, like what really surprised me is Connor really like was just walking towards Khabib like really flat footed. Um. Like, just hands down, flat-footed, walking towards Khabib, and that's just not some... Connor never does that. Yeah, I don't know what was up. I don't know if it was his nerves or, like, ring rust, you know, like, he hasn't been in... Yeah, he hasn't been in the He octagon hasn't fought in, in like, two years. Yeah, he hasn't been in the for a minute. Um, I don't know, I mean... That could have been a part of it, but, I mean, not to take anything away from Khabib, because Khabib, you know, I mean... I think if it goes... I think if everything 
goes down into a rematch, I still think Khabib will win. I think it's really likely that he would win, but if there's a rematch, I mean, that's how that's when Connor like shines. I feel like when he loses, he came back and beat Diaz. Um, I mean, he got fucked up the first fight. You know, like he was. Uh, I think yeah, he was getting outboxed, and then he panicked and went for a takedown, and Diaz choked him out. Oh yeah, that was a beast fight. And then he came back and fought at the same weight class, which he wasn't even supposed to fight at. He's too small for that, for 170. And he beat Diaz. And that's what he wants to do. As soon as it ended, he already, um, his coach was saying on the Joe Rogan podcast, like he was screaming, he's like, uh, get me the rematch now. I'm going to fight him. And like his coach was like, no, there's other fights for you. Like, let's talk it over. There's no rush right now. And Connor just keeps yelling and insisting. He's like, get me the fight with Khabib. I'm going to beat him. And that's just the type of guy Connor is. I think that's why people love him too, because he never backs down. Like, I mean, think about back. losing like that, dude. Like, yeah. I would be crushed when and... you you put all this like, like so much hype into something, and you like talking so much shit, and then you just get fucking. What was and it? Yeah. What, what kind of? I forgot what it was called. It was a neck crank, right? Yeah, neck crank. Yeah, because he didn't get under the chin. Yeah. If he got under the chin, it's a rear naked choke that it chokes you out. But a neck crank can be over your chin or like on your face you can still suffocate people like that yeah no if you do it well enough um you can get choked out like that because it starts restricting air like almost the same way all the blood too that goes to your head but it can like it, it feels like your neck is gonna like crack that's why you know neck crank yeah uh, and khabib is just you know he's super strong really talented uh yeah i mean it's going to be a fight that everyone's going to remember for a really long time, definitely. Yeah, I think that, I mean, and now we're going to get into the after part. So, like, he, so what happened What happened was Khabib wins, and then he throws his mouth guard over at... Um, Dylan Dennis. Yeah, Dylan Dennis, which is um, Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach, right? Yep. He's a, one of the best jiu-jitsu black belts in the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he jumps over the cage, starts, like, trying to beat the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, and they separated it. And uh, the thing I really didn't like... I thought... See, like, I, I thought it was really bad on Khabib's side, but then, like, I thought about it. And... Um, I still don't think it was going to... I think he should get fined. But nothing really happened injury-wise for what Khabib did. But what his teammates did was horrible. Like, they oh, jumped yeah. over, and three of them hit Connor. Yeah, they also and Connor just lost. He's exhausted. And three guys are just throwing punches at him. One of them was in the UFC. One of the guys that jumped over, he was, I think, Khabib's cousin. Yeah. He's not fighting ever again in the UFC. Oh, without a doubt, no. Uh, and yeah. But yeah, but that's definitely... I mean, that definitely doesn't... There's no reason why that should ever happen. I feel like after the fight, it should be professional. Yeah, that's... It should just be like, oh. And people keep saying, like, what about when Connor jumped over and was um, yelling at Jose Aldo? I mean, yeah, he was yelling at him. Like, he never even, like, you know, he didn't throw any kicks, any punches. He didn't do anything. That's different. Like, it was, it was like a promotional thing. But Khabib just, like, flew over the cage and just, like, jumped on this dude and started punching him. Uh, I don't think it's comparable like that because I was like violent and Connor was just like what he always does. It's like a show. Yeah. Get people hyped. Get people get in the other dude's head. Like it was different. Definitely, uh, without a doubt. I definitely think that it was. Um, it's definitely something that's gonna be remembered in the UFC forever. It's forever. probably like one of the biggest moments that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's probably it's the, the biggest fight. Ever. Yeah, probably the, the biggest, biggest fight ever. They're gonna release the pay per view numbers like tomorrow, I think. For um. For the event. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that'll be good to see how how much they they made, um, how many pay per views they sold, how much money they made. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it definitely says a lot about like the whole organization as a whole it i mean i don't necessarily think it's a negative thing but i don't know i don't know like i think Conor mcgregor is definitely the biggest seller and i think that's what matters and yeah. it's really important but i think there's other people that in the ufc that could deserve chances to for fights 
like Nate Diaz, I feel like why? I mean, he beat he. He's like, about to fight. Yeah, but I feel why didn't he get like a three against McGregor or? Well, that's still a possibility. There, that's still an option, but uh, like you know, Nate. People don't realize like I mean, he's really popular. Him, Nate, Nick, and Nate. They're both you know the Diaz brothers, but he's like I think top five most popular fighters in the UFC because of his rivalry with Conor. And he's getting a a fight with I think Anthony Pettis, and then after that, there's just so many fights to be made like um, Connor and Nate like the the trilogy, the rematch with Khabib, uh, and then boxing like they might do another one with Floyd in the cage, um, like in a cage with boxing rules. There's just, like, so much shit. I mean, it's just the, the thing with Connor is he's never not going to have a fight. Any, yeah. Anything Connor isn't, like, Connor against my grandma sells. Like, any, yeah. you put any Connor in a movie, in a commercial, in a fight, people are going to watch. Yeah, he's definitely, like, he's the poster big. boy. Yeah, definitely. He's the poster boy of all of um, UFC. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan still. Um, but what I didn't like was that people kept kept disrespecting both of them, and I think they both deserve like respect from people. Um, and they're both really great fighters. I don't know why people are like, oh yeah, see, Connor sucks. Like, no, he doesn't suck. Like, he took off two years. You should see other fights with Khabib. Khabib like just ragdolls people, and Connor was able, like the first round when Connor was holding him down and he didn't take any shots. No one has ever done that with. Khabib. Oh, when he's taking all those fucking shots and. No, Con- Connor's still, a beast still. Like, he still, mm-hmm. like came out of it, and I thought it was over right there. Me too. I mean, me and you were both like, "Yeah, dude, it's it's done." I I was like positive it was they were gonna stop it, but Connor's like he's a tough dude. Yeah. Even though he lost, like he landed some shots when they were, uh, striking. He he won uh, the third round because of the sh- the shots he landed. But Khabib obviously won the fight, and he won the other three rounds. But um, I don't think Connor did it like bad overall. He could have done better. Anything, but considering like everything, like how good Khabib is, how consistent he's been, how many fights he's had recently, and considering how much money Connor has, you know, it's not the same. Um, if you have five hundred dollars in the bank as five hundred million, yeah, you know, like how hungry you are to win. So. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting event. Yeah, uh, it was definitely the most interesting one I've ever watched. Yeah, it had anticipated the most too depth into it. I was like so fucking excited the whole day that it was. Yeah, happening. I was like, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I texted you and I was like, "What time should I come over?" Down to I was hyped. You buy all of them, don't you? Like all the pay per views. No, not all of them. The the ones that I really want to watch. I don't got that kind of money, dude. Yeah, you're right. We're broke boys. Yeah, dude. Yep. Well, I mean that's, I mean that's all we can really say about the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean that covered like almost all of it. I mean we'll just see what happens from here on out. They paid both fighters. I'm pretty sure because they withheld um, Khabib's uh, like purse and not Connor's, and I think they ended up paying Khabib afterward. And yeah, and they, I mean they haven't announced anything either one, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was an interesting turn of events, I guess. Definitely. It made me start, like, like when I, like, look at McGregor's or Connor's personality, I, like, try to compare it with, like, certain people I know. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's so confident, and, like, everything about him is so confident. But, like, I look at that and, like, some of the other people I know, and, like, I feel like if I knew Connor personally, I would think he's a big asshole. Just, like, if I, like, knew, like, how he talked to people and all that. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, I kind of look at it, like, this way. A lot of people have, like, really... This can kind of deviate from Connor, but this is just in people's, like, confidence levels and whatever. I think that a lot of people, like, like take their own confidence for, like, use and make it so that that gives them a reason to be an asshole about their opinion. Like, Ben Shapiro and Steven Crowder. Oh. I think those are two, like, super smart dudes. And even, like, Milo Yiannopoulos. Mm-hmm. Like, I think those are guys, those guys are super smart. And I think a lot of the opinions that they have, like, the far, the, the alt-right conservative opinion, whatever, mm-hmm. that they have, I think a lot of it has some value to it. And I think that 
there's a lot that can be said about it. But I think that it loses a little bit of validity when, like, you have an opinion and you're an asshole about it. Yeah. But what I would say, though, is that with Connor, it doesn't, in my opinion, because it's an entertainment business. With the other guys, it does because they're trying to get a point across and they're trying to, like, discuss important topics. But the point that, like, with Connor or with anyone in sports, like, they're just trying to sell sell more, you know, make more money. Because uh, that's what everyone says. Like, Connor isn't like that in real life. Like, he's another person. It's it's a, It's like a script in his mind. Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. But the other guys, like, they're just dicks. Yeah, I mean... Well, not all the time, but they can be. Not all the time, be. no. I think, I, think a lot, I think a lot of things that, like, Steven Crowder... So, we'll, we'll dive in a little deep on Steven Crowder, because I was watching a lot of videos on him today. Um, I, I think I a like lot him. of... I like his videos, and I think that his opinions are usually factual, and he has a lot of evidence to, like... Support his claims, Support yeah. everything that he has to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because I feel like there's a lack of evidence in this society and it's all based on emotion, which I do think emotion matters and we'll discuss that after this. But I think you lose some validity in, in general when you, you have to, like, take, like, being an asshole to get your opinion across and, like, putting someone with a different opinion down and, like, a lot of things he says, like, he tries to generalize... Um, he, like, tries to say, like, like, when we're talking about, like, rape culture or, like... Oh, that's his newest video, right? Yeah, it was was one of those. Um, and he was, like, saying that, like, 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 all people, like, not, not all Republicans are just, like, this big, this bigot or this Mm -hmm. country dude who just likes, like, hates women and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He'll say, like, stuff like that and, like, bring in things where, like, he puts down, um, where he puts down people who, like, try to generalize, like, Mm -hmm. the Republicans and stuff. Yeah. And, but then he'll, like, totally just do the same thing to all liberals and Democrats. Be like, oh, well, you're a Democrat, then you're a snowflake. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, I think that a lot of his opinions have a lot of validity. And I think that he's very good at the way he discusses his opinion. Mm-hmm. And he's good at getting his point across, but I think he loses some um, value to it when he has to be an asshole to do so. I feel that. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I think mainly, I wouldn't say that as much with Steven Crowder. I'd say it more with Ben Shapiro because of a, vid- a debate that he had with Sam Harris. Uh, Did you watch the Sam Harris versus Jordan Peterson debate? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. But there, go back. there's two of them. Yeah, but um, yeah, with that it was, I don't know if it was about only the existence of God. I think it was about religion, and Sam Harris destroyed him, and um, and the way like he was, uh, I don't remember it exactly because I mean I watched it a few months ago, but um, Ben Shapiro kept like bringing up the same point, like just repeating the same shit, and none of it was factual. Like he was just like quoting the Bible and. Um, not really following, it was like two guys on like two separate levels of like, in, yeah, just like two levels. They're two different, different intelligences. Of, yeah. Like they're both very smart. That brings me to a very important thing. So these like very like conservative people, they're all about like rationality and yeah. like, like, like guidelines and mm-hmm. like very much factual like they always want factual evidence with everything and they're like oh we're, we don't have facts so like they'll always like try to prove statistics and stuff yeah but like i think the one thing that um democrats the democratic platform has more than the republican platform is like the religion i think that that's very imp- I, I just don't know how like wait the, what do you mean like the, yeah i'll expand okay so these very Far right Republicans are all super. Well, I'm not saying uh, all. Okay. I can't say all. I can't generalize, but I got you. A majority of them are like Christians. Yeah. And a majority of like far left liberals don't believe in God. Do you think it's a majority? I think definitely, without okay. a doubt. I think I at this know. day and age that there's more, there's more Democrats who don't believe in God than do. I think so. Yeah, I don't based know. on people who I know and like everyone I know, like or at least like don't like have an opinion on god mm-hmm. or don't like aren't christian or don't like yeah, yeah. say they believe in god not I'm necessarily atheist but 
yeah. Anyways, okay. but I think like it comes a lot with like rationality of like these far, the these far right Republicans usually believe in God and they are always expecting like factual evidence and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, there's no factual evidence behind Christianity. So I don't understand how they can live their life with like guidelines and facts and always like doing things because of something with with the base of it being God having no like rationality or like factual evidence behind it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Isn't that just like kind of baffling how that can just be like they can have this opinion on everything and like like always not always can't use that word but um mm-hmm. In general. They tend to um, always be the ones to use facts in arguments and mm-hmm. factual evidence, and always like, oh, well, there's the statistic doesn't say that or this or whatever. Yeah. But then the base of like their core beliefs is Christianity, mm-hmm. which is unfactual and has no evidence behind it. Yeah, I think, but I think like in their defense, like playing devil's advocate, they use it more, not saying that God is proven. But stating how religion has been, like, had a big impact, like, in the Western, like, you know, Western culture. I don't, I mean, I think. That's, like, their point. I think it had a lot of impact, but religion, I feel, has done way more wrong than it has done well. Well, that's the In certain cultures, in certain cultures, yes, it, it's very important, and it's, like, the basis of their lives, and the structure wouldn't be there without it. But in, like. Yeah, Islam or Buddhism like the, are good the, examples. So Catholicism, for a fact, has, like, the church, like, back in the 1700s, like, it was, in the 1600s, it was known for, like, being, like, something that people would protest against. And, like, that's a long time ago, and that's, like... And get killed. Yeah, like, you could get killed for... Or, Saying anything negative about yeah, the church, you, yeah. Get headhunted and whatnot for. No, I mean I, I'm I'm with you though. Like with what you're saying, I'm just saying like their basis is arguing how it impacted like human culture more than stating that there's no. It's like a hundred percent certain that God is real. <laughs> but don't you think you that know? if they want like these liberals to always have this opinion, and they want them to be more rational, that they should take into account that it's unrational to. Just say that God is real. Yeah, but that's knowing. what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying that, I mean, they definitely say and think that God is real, but their factual arguments are more in how the religion impacted us as a society. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with uh-huh. that. I, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I'm uh-huh. just, like, trying to debate that on, like, why that just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And why I don't think that's that has any rationality or validity to it. I definitely think well, people... it, it, it doesn't if you listen to the Sam Harris, like probably the two smartest guys to debate either side. I mean, Sam really made um, Ben Shapiro look like he didn't know like what the fuck he was talking about. Just that was a the, the debate really like um, one guy was stating why religion isn't necessary in like human culture at least now, and Ben Shapiro was saying why it is, and I mean, like, he got destroyed. Like. Um, even then, I was just saying like that's their argument. Yeah, but, I definitely I mean, understand. Even then, it, it's there's no not that much validity to it. Yeah, I don't think there is. But I mean, I definitely think you should be able to choose. And if if like you wholeheartedly believe that there's a god, I think that that should be your right to choose. Yeah. But I also think that in any sense, it should be able to be questioned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of it is is that like even like with the structure of our. Um, we kind of talked about this in one of our podcasts, but we like the structure of our society is like based around religion, and like maybe it's deviated a little bit now because we're going to an not very religious aspect, and a lot of people are deviating from religion in general and thinking for themselves. To be honest, um, but like the structure of it, like like nation under God, indivisible, liberty just for all, like nation under god or like like the there we have we have god in the name in our mm-hmm. yeah yeah i got you uh i mean i feel like that's still a part of it but i don't think i mean just i don't really know the percentages but it, like as of like since we were in high school aside from the people that were like clearly mormon or christian 
like most people would say all like you know the words they know them but like i feel that the majority of them didn't really give a shit um so i don't i I mean it's gotta depend on what area of the united states like how the source uh not the source uh the amount of income that families receive in a certain area, the education, everything, that'll affect it. But I don't think it'll pass down too. Most people follow like religion. Shit, is I mean, down. I don't know, dude. Like right like, now, I think it depends the area on, of the U.S. I think mainly. in like the Midwest, it's definitely more prevalent. But yeah. but more like where we are in California. Like I don't think yeah, it's Oregon, all that. California, yeah, Nevada. I think it's definitely deviating. But yeah. I also think that a lot of religion comes from the fact that it's passed down. And, I mean, I the way I see it is if you've been told this whole your whole life that there's a God, it gives you some, like, backbone for a lot of things, for death, for it gives you a structure mm-hmm. on how to live your life. Like, it's very a big aspect of your life, and it's easier to say, agree with it, than to deviate from it and say, no, there isn't, or say, you, I don't know. You know, because if you've been grown, if you've been like told your whole life, and I'm not saying there isn't a God. I, I, if I'm going to be my open-minded self, I gotta look at both sides and say there. It's possible. It's possible because it. I mean, in my eyes, in my belief, I think there is a God, mm-hmm. just not what like I don't think it's yeah, Christianity or anything. I think, but I think there is a higher power. Maybe it's not God in air quotes, but. I think there definitely is something higher than yeah i don't even like that word anymore yeah i i mean i don't really have a problem with it i mean it, it gives us it gives it a title and i just think it gets thrown out thrown around too much like my god or your god and then people god is a woman they yeah they split it into gender and like different you know like uh, uh let's say like the god of rain the god of this the god of yeah. that like i feel like it lost like the validity and like what it means now the value and yeah the, the true the, yeah the value in the word i feel like is gone because because uh, zeus is a god um athena is a goddess the god period is like christianity buddha um krishna uh, allah anyways yeah. So, yeah all that stuff uh yeah but i mean back to what i was saying i totally we totally like got off yeah, topic I don't know, what I was saying, but um I definitely think that it def like if you're raised that way. Oh, okay, yeah. If you're raised that way, like it's definitely an easy, not an easy, but it's definitely a more like secure way of belief than saying that there isn't or saying that you don't know because because if you've been like brought up that way, then obviously it's like concrete in your mind, it's cemented in your brain that this is the way of life and. Like, for me, I, I had a little bit of leisure because I got to, like, pick, like, what I want to do in my life. And mm-hmm. I didn't really, like, my parents never pressured it on me and never told me, oh, you have to believe in God. You you have to not believe in God. Whatever you you have or have not to do. Yeah. Um, but I think it does, look like, it's lost a lot of, like, value in today's society. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I think that for some people, church is very good for people, like... I know certain people where, like, church has brought them back to whoever they are. Like sobriety, and, for Yeah, example. like sobriety, um, just, like, depression, and I know in some cases they help with that. But I also think it's done bad, and then that's where my opinion comes in to where I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, in the past, like, this is kind of related, but just to say how um, religion was and is fucked up, um... Catholic priests in the past, you know, how they can't get married now. Um, They're married to the Lord. But in the past, they could have wives. And how, uh, let's say, if uh, professional athletes and actors are treated in our society, that's how priests were treated back, I don't know exactly the year, I'm guessing like 15, 1600s. They were like the rock stars back then. Um, and it was really common for these rock stars to go around and just barge into whatever house they wanted. They were the power, like of yeah, definitely was the, like yeah, like the power. The, and they would just like, go in and like rape your daughters, your wife. They could do anything they wanted. 
But do you do you think that the past? Because I don't think the premise of religion is negative. I think some of it is. I think the maybe history has brought it to make it look negative, but I don't think but praising it, a god is a negative thing. Well, no, but that's not religion, though. Kind of is. Well, like, no, the, and, well and simplified, so it, yeah, but um, then it wouldn't be necessary to say you can't drink caffeine, you can't uh, wear two articles of clothing of different like color, um, you can't like the, the people of the same sex, like all of that is. But that's like, all been like brought up. Well, yeah, but the that's religion. But I mean, the past—it's changing now. So if it's mm-hmm. changing for the better, should it still be looked at in a negative light for the past? I think so. Because it's not necessary. Well, and I mean, we—if we're—I think what we always use this thing like like me and you are kind of both. When we, like in our first podcast, we used the the saying that white people we white people used to be a bunch of pieces of shit. I mean, the 50s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. But not all white people are shit now. Does that mean that that we should just say that all white people are shit because in the past, white people have been bad? It's kind of like the same premise kind that you're of, using with religion. Kind of, but just... Um, yeah, ju- just the, the basis of religion, I think it's always had a tie with other things and even i mean now there's a lot of corruption still in almost every major religion uh i I would like be comfortable saying that there's more bad than good in religion i would be comfortable saying that too but i think we also got to look at it for the good because if we're going to be even-handed no i mean there is good but i just can't like if you compare the the good and the bad i just think with today's resources that you shouldn't feel as if you have to dedicate your life to a practice that is probably incorrect, most likely incorrect. And I know, like, the thing is, like, with the things that I like about religion, like the community service, the sense of community, having a good lifestyle, like limiting alcohol, not doing harsh drugs, I like all of that. But that's all I like about it. And my point is that you don't need religion to do all of that. Like, God doesn't even have to be a part of that. Like, you helping out the homeless or limiting your alcohol intake to be healthier and, like, you know, more, yeah, just a healthier person. Uh, having a good group of friends around you, family. Like, you don't need religion for any of that. And that's what I'm saying. Because that's the only good thing of religion, and it's not even necessary. I feel like it was important back then for structure and for people to do things. Because there was no guidelines. There's no guidelines from the time that we've been here. There's Exactly. Yeah, in the, the past there wasn't. Yeah, there was no guidelines. So, I mean, I definitely thought it brought some guidelines. But I feel like now people can deviate from it because it doesn't need to be forced upon anyone. And everyone should be able to, like, like I don't think it should ever be used to judge anyone. Like, you shouldn't judge. Like, if you want to believe in religion, like, I, like I may not agree with it. And I may, like, make my joke or whatever. But I'm never going to, like, actually like, change my opinion on you because you believe in God. No, or, or no, unless you you're harming people or something yeah, or ridiculous. If, or if you don't, and I don't think that someone who believes in God should ever use that as a reason not to socialize with someone or not to, like, agree with someone or, like, stop, like, like not hang out with someone, whatever, just for that mm-hmm. reason. I don't think that it should, I don't think religion should hold that big of a stance in someone's life and that there's more to life than religion mm-hmm. yeah now that you said that i thought it's something like really oh well i mean it was a shitty experience like my car broke down like two weeks ago and i had to get a tow and this dude came and he looked like he was like 16 and i was like like just surprised but i get in and i thought he was hispanic and as soon as he started talking he had a really strong accent and i mean the drive was like 30 minutes long 30 45 minutes long and uh, and I was like, where are you from, man? And he said, I'm from Egypt. And I was like, wow, really? And he's like, yeah. And uh, I don't know how I got to it, but he said, it, like, he's Muslim, you know, like that area. Most people are Muslim. And I was like, oh, that's 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 cool. I mean, how how is that here? Do you get, does it not matter? Or do you get, like, shit for it? And he said he stopped telling people that like, he's Muslim. 
because um, people would get in the tow truck and he would say that he's Muslim when they asked him like where he's from and that they would either be super nice to him and act scared or they would stop talking to him. And this is in Nevada, like uh, yeah. in Las Vegas. I right. mean, I was totally not expecting that. And we just talked a lot about, like, culture and how... Just a lot of interesting things since... I mean, it's a pretty interesting perspective since the dude was, like, 23. And he got here when he was, like, 16. So, I mean, it's, like, fresh in his memory how Egypt is and everything. It's just really interesting. But that really shocked me, him saying that, that he had to stop telling people. Uh, because, yeah, it would just, you know, it'd be... It's controversial. Yeah, but, but, like, one really good point, like, he made me laugh. He's like, yeah, just because I'm Muslim doesn't mean that everyone's bad that's Muslim. And he's he said that whenever people look at him weird, he's like, are you Christian? And if they say yes, he's like, did you know Hitler was Christian? So that you that must mean that you're bad too, right? And I was like, I mean, that's a really good point. You know, there's, I mean, in every religion, even, like, in, uh, like, Buddhism, you think of peaceful people. I'm sure there is some dumbass that blew himself up for something or shot people. It's just, you know, it's like that in all around. No, no matter what country, what religion, there's always going to be some dumbass that does some dumbass shit. But it was just a really interesting perspective because I never talked to someone that's Muslim from another country for that long. Like, it was cool. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, man. I think that kind of simple, not simplifies, but it definitely gives us a trait that our uh, we have as Americans to like look at anyone of any difference as weird or mm-hmm. just like try to like debate with them on their beliefs. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of find myself doing that sometimes, where like I'm like, I like try to like question people who believe in God or whatever, or, like who say that for sure God is real or like whatever. I mean, I definitely don't think that it falls under my category but i i hope to get better at not letting it use be a use of discussion at all times i don't think it should i think it should just be i think there's so much more than religion that we should all just be focusing on everything else but religion yeah i mean it's always going to be an interesting topic to discuss and like was like everything i said i mean i think even though i don't agree with it there's always going to be people that practice it, and as long as you're a good person, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Like, I'm, I'm never... Unless people want to talk about it, I, I wouldn't be, like, the one to say, um, like, let's debate about your your beliefs or something. Like, I mean, I don't... I mean, that's just being a dick, you know? Like, if people are happy with the way they are, and they're having, like, good success, they enjoy it, I mean, that's good enough. Even though I, I don't agree with it. debating it makes you a dick. No, no, but, like, like if but like, someone tells you, like, oh, you're wrong for this. Yeah, or, like, trying to yeah. argue with them about it when that's just how they believe. Like, if they don't want to have a discussion or, a, like, about the topic, that's just the way they are and they don't ask you your opinion, like, I think it's unnecessary to tell them that their beliefs are bullshit, you know. Even if you do it in a nice way, I still think it's unnecessary. Yeah. And that's coming from me that I'm almost completely against it. But I still think, you know, you have to be nice. Yeah, I think being nice is very important to any the conversation. most important. It's very important. Um, I think that's really... Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. At, at Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes into him. I mean, just, I, I mean, what we were talking about before is emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And how, like, with the, like... The far right is very one of not motions, like not having emotions or like not letting emotions run everything. But I mean, don't, isn't the basis of everything emotion? I mean, yeah, that's a debate that I've heard a lot. I mean, from different people, yeah. um, Noziak, he's a psychologist. Mm. He like said that emotions are kind of like the most important, like, base of everything because you do everything for emotions, right? Everything that you find beneficial in your life, you do it because it makes you happy or it makes you, like, relax or whatever, like, positive emotion you get from it. And everything that, like, you don't want to happen to your life is because it will produce a negative emotion. Yeah. And so I don't know why, like, there's this thing like, oh, if you take emotion into your opinion, you're a snowflake and you're a liberal and you're 
you're a pussy or whatever. Or I mean, we are like really emotional creatures. Yeah, and I think, think emotions should be taken into thought that it's an important aspect of human life. And well, yeah. if you can't use your emotions to like help you form like your opinions on things, like you're going to form your opinions on like what makes you feel positive emotions versus what makes you feel negative emotions or what makes you feel right or makes you feel wrong because those are emotions yeah i think what they mean though with that now that like you explain like the way you see it is probably that don't let like the way you speak be all emotional and get emotional during a discussion i think that's probably what they mean though not that like their argument comes from no emotion because i mean that would be almost impossible to just have like process the facts and just explain why you feel that way with no emotion. I mean, that would be like a robot. If it doesn't make you feel confused, happy, um, anxious, like whatever. I, I think that's probably what they mean by it is that to not let, you know, have an emotional speech. Yeah, don't let it, like, I mean, I understand that, but a mm-hmm. lot of it is like, I mean, I definitely don't agree with like the whole liberal agenda. And I'm not saying that, that just because they're everything that they have is just from emotions that means it just makes it right uh-huh but it definitely True. um gives and it gives any opinion you ever have validity because it's obviously from your perspective and if you're gonna have that opinion it's valid because it comes from your perspective and if they were put in your perspective their opinion would probably be different True. yeah and i feel like we're losing a lot of perspective in today's politics like i don't i i i, I wholeheartedly think donald trump is an asshole and narcissist and he's a shitty president mm-hmm. but i if i if i were in his shoes and raised up the way he was my opinion on the things that he has opinions on would probably be different that doesn't make it right because of the societal structure we have but it definitely gives me some explanation on why they think that or why he thinks that and then when i talk shit about him i at least have tried to put myself in his shoes to understand him so I can talk shit about him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Or, like, anything. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Donald Trump, what do you think about this whole Kanye wearing the MAGA hat? Dude, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because, okay. um, yeah, it's just really a lot of perspectives. Let me, you, let me give you the rundown. So... Um, Kanye, when, when Donald Trump was, like, running, like, Kanye and Caitlyn Jenner were, like, low-key, like, for Donald Trump, but it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't a known thing. Um, and then Caitlyn Jenner came out as a Trump supporter, and then she got so much hate for it, Mm -hmm. and then she, like, totally switched her opinion. Okay. But then Kanye did the same thing, got hate for it, and, like, stood with his opinion, and his main thing is, he tries to provide this thought of if we instead of fighting them let's join them and work together and i think that's a good idea i think that's a wholeheartedly i think that's a good idea and i think some of the people he's debated um that people try to make him look bad or he's debated people yeah okay so he didn't really debate but he's like had conversations so let me give you an example so he had a conversation with this guy from tmz oh okay and it was like when he first did it mm-hmm. and um the guy like like brought up a bunch of stuff about hate and how donald trump and like anti-black and a bunch of stuff about like the black community mm-hmm. but the guy works for tmz yeah so i mean i i first of all i don't find validity in his opinion because he's working for a corporation that literally works upon exposing negative emotions of people and works mm-hmm. on on making people's lives worse and invading people's privacy, and like like first of all, his opinion had no validity to me. And when when Kanye was expressing his opinion, I took Kanye's side because I thought that like the guy that guy had no right to tell Kanye how to live his life when he works for some place like TMZ. Like you can't work for something that's so you're saying like, it's like that, hypo- yeah, it's hypocritical yeah. to. It's critical to work for a place where it's it, the main the main thing is to portray a negative picture of someone or, or spread a negative 
It's like to like fuck with their image. Not necessarily fake news, but negative. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. and I mean that's what they're kind of known for is just like yeah, yeah, invading people, invading celebrities' privacy, exposing the bad things, and not really speaking upon the good all that much. I mean, they I think that they probably do, but it's probably not as elevated, not as popularized as their negative things. So I lost the validity in what he said completely, and I took Kanye's side, and then Kanye was all. I mean, I first of all, I don't agree with. Kanye being supported Donald Trump because he wants all this positive energy and and everything, but he's wearing the hat of someone who is literally a key representation of negativity and has time and time again shown to just be an asshole yeah. with his opinion, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So I lost. I don't find Kanye's opinion to be um, valid, and I don't think that what he says means anything to me because I don't agree with it. Um, but I definitely see that he's moving in a direction that is very, very courageous. Being a black man, going f- and supporting the white man and trying to join forces with them. I think that, that that needs to be done, but I don't think that under Trump it, it's possible for it to be done. No. I don't, I don't th- I think Trump is a bad representation of, white, of a white person, and he shows exactly what like we used to be Mm. and i i mean regardless of what you think about donald trump he's an asshole and he's not a good politician and he's a great businessman yeah and i think that he he will do wonders with our money and i i don't think that that's a problem we're gonna have but i think as a person like we we've gone really low with who we've picked for president to To come to the point to, to come to the point of donald trump and I always get, like, there's these, there's always certain people that will debate me on this and say, like, I mean, they'll try to tell me that, like, oh, you're just listening to liberal media, or you're just, this, you're just pointing out the bad in him. Mm-hmm. When he does things good, I'm not one to, like, I'm not going to talk shit on him on everything he does. I don't think everything that somebody does, and I just gave him props for being a great, good businessman, because I think that's his main value but i think overall negatively um he's doing some negative things in the way he talks to people yeah the way like the platform that he tries to push across and just putting down anyone if if kanye is this big figure then kanye should be able to get into trump's brain and tell him that Hey, instead of like being like like this far right Republican who's just super far against everything liberal, let's do like my mindset and join together and bring peace and positivity amongst everyone so we can make the most positive outcome. And don't you think that like kind of correlates? Yeah, but I feel like we're really far from that happening though. I think we are too. I mean I don't think it's gonna happen any time soon, but I think that I think that the premise of it is a smart and um, and it's moving in the right direction, but I don't think that with wearing the MAGA hat, it it totally just unjustifies your opinion. I mean, I've heard like a lot of things about Kanye, for example. Like, I I think his mom died like not too long ago, um, and a bunch of shit happened inside of his life. Basically, what people are saying is that he's not mentally stable right now and for the past few years. And he's also, like, under a bunch of stress. He's always under the the spotlight all the time. He's extremely popular. Um, He's, like, a figure, but he's not someone that I would consider intelligent to listen. Like, to take his opinion seriously compared to, like, actual scholars or intellects. Or just anyone that... Like he's just a, a level-headed person. He's just a rapper, right? Like, that's what he's known for. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Rap, hip. Not to say that like rappers are being, stupid, but he's known for being like outside the box with his opinions. Yeah. Uh-huh. And being very vocal on that, and not being afraid of being judged. But that doesn't necessarily just because you're not afraid of being judged doesn't mean and and just because you're not afraid of being judged and you have an opinion that's outside the box doesn't mean it's correct. No, it might be There's definitely things inside the structure and the societal norm that are correct. Yeah. And you don't always have to deviate from it because 
obviously asylum norm has been created because of the things that we think are correct until now yeah 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 I mean so that's Kanye yeah yeah I did is I there any, anything else you wanted to I think we're good dude that's um, it real quick um during this podcast I've been drinking this guava kombucha and I would definitely recommend it to everyone guava kombucha it's the Shout best kombucha out. I've ever had so yeah I just wanted to say that real quick I would not mind having a Synergy sponsor for the podcast one day. <laughs> That'd be sick. I would love that. Yep. Uh, yeah, right. man, that was a good conversation. Oh, and then just let everyone know, mm-hmm. I've been eating healthier this week. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. How was that, bro? I only had McDonald's once. And, like, during the day, like, like home-cooked meals, or you're eating healthier places, or what? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been eating more at home. That's so, good, dude. I mean, eating a lot of, like, chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, Whole Foods. I've been eating a lot of oatmeal. Good, dude. I've actually been eating breakfast at normal time. So shout out to Steven for putting me on the track. Um, But yeah, that's going to be it for the podcast, guys. Thank you guys if you got here and if you're still listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We love you all. Let us know your thoughts about this podcast. Go ahead and DM us at the Even Handed Podcast. Um, At the Even Handed PC on Twitter and then at the even-handed podcast on instagram um dms are open let us know what you think um what your opinions on everything and any topics of any, discussion yeah, any topics of discussion so yeah so right. stay awesome stay lit stay educated and most importantly right. stay you see everyone